The Psychedologist. Hello, and welcome back to Consciousness Positive Radio. This is part two of a three-part series of interviews with the activists behind Base Staters for Natural Medicine, the folks that are helping to usher forth decriminalization in various towns and cities in the state of Massachusetts. Today, we're going to speak with Mishu Oliveira. She is an intuitive self-realization and psychedelic guide, a wisdom keeper, a seeker and speaker of truth, and lover of life. Mishu is an advocate for facing fears, female masculinity, and living with integrity and authenticity. She is called to help connect people to their truth and higher consciousness through psychedelic medicine. For several years, people from around the world have found her on social media for guidance in overcoming adversities in life, rewiring negative thought patterns, and navigating health and mental health and addiction challenges. She has been asked to guide people on their first psychedelic experiences or to sit with them while they explore larger doses of psychedelic medicine. Additionally, she educates people about safe psychedelic consumption and sheds wisdom in helping people integrate their psychedelic experiences. Originally from Half Moon Bay in California, she now calls Western Massachusetts her home. Thank you, and please enjoy. Hello. Hey, Mishu. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Welcome to The Psychedologist. Sounds good. I'm excited. I'm honored to be here today. <laughs> awesome. Well, and also, I would just want to start by saying thank you for the good work you're doing with Bay Staters and just for the general community. Like, my, my heart goes out to the, the folks that are doing that, like, on the ground work. So thank you so much. Very welcome. What, what was your relationship to consciousness as a child? You know, how did you get to doing what you do now? Um, honestly, my relationship to consciousness as a child was, um, I tried to leave my consciousness a lot because I had a lot of pain in my life, uh, physical and mental. And so my relationship to consciousness was escaping it, um, as early as 11 years old with cannabis. Um, I started using psychedelics when I was 15 years old. Um, also not really as a way to escape consciousness, but really just to go have a good time. But I got tapped into consciousness, I think on a deeper, broader spectrum. Uh, while I was taking those psychedelics, um, usually at Grateful Dead shows, uh, <laughs> but they opened my eyes. They opened my my all all my eyes, and it was really kind of a big deal to um, be 15 or 16 and be having your reality blown open. But um, it, it was always done like in a recreational sense. Consciousness, though, for me involved a lot of pain. Fortunately, when I was younger. Yeah. And then, like, did the psychedelics help you? to confront the pain or like what how did that process go you know not until much later um actually alcohol was what i used for many 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 years to kind of escape um what i felt from that entire process of my childhood or also just being in life um as a super masculine female and not having the tools um to navigate that very gracefully um i did a lot of drinking to escape my consciousness pretty much from as old as like 13 until just recently about, you know, four or five years ago in like really destructive ways. Um, I got reintroduced to psychedelic mushrooms back in 2000 or well, early 2018 and realized that after taking pretty much one eighth a month for several months, that it completely rewired my taste for my craving for my addiction to alcohol. And it really kind of rendered me, um, 
unable to really kind of go into that substance again. So, um, in the process of basically getting pulled away from alcohol in a compulsory sense, it also blew my mind open to the reasons maybe behind why I was drinking the way I was and a host of other things that I was really having a struggle with managing or dealing with or acknowledging or accepting. So, um, yeah, so my history with psychedelics is long, but the most recent last four years has been tremendously expansive with um, a lot of psychedelic exploration and experimentation. So it's been really awesome. Yeah, wow. I'm I'm so glad that you could have that kind of transformation and healing and yeah, and now and now help other people on their path. Yes, and that's the thing. As I was having this experience of learning about mushrooms that could basically transform your life and in radical ways i was posting my experiences on instagram and facebook and people were watching that and started coming to me for information and for guidance and um pretty much this has been going on now for a few years and uh so much so that i had to basically start my own business <laughs> to have people coming in because they were offering me money and it just felt foolish to not answer my true calling, which is to actually help people connect to these aspects of themselves and to point them in the direction of safe usage of psychedelic medicine for that, you know, for essentially consciousness expansion, right? Self-realization and self-mastery, you know, so. Yeah, totally. What do you find are some of the recurring themes that people need support with? Oh, well, honestly, um, the bigger one is anxiety and depression. There is just, there have been no tools put in place in people's lives for how to manage that. Unfortunately, the society has sought to escape from what is there to actually grow us. And so people that I've, I speak to and help with, help um, navigate their challenges or their opportunities are really coming from a place of feeling disconnected with themselves to such a degree that they don't know how to overcome feelings of depression and anxiety. They've been taking medication to suppress these feelings not to help them go into why. And this is the problem is that that's not a long-term fix. Maybe right on the onset of trauma or on the onset of what is going to potentially cause you problems. Like if you're having some sort of an event, take the medication that's going to numb those emotions. But over time, you're going to want to need to go into your part, you know, those parts of yourself to reconnect with why it hurts you and do the work to navigate through it and grow from that experience, not suppress it. So a lot of people that I speak with that come to me are wanting to regain themselves and, and regain deeper access with themselves. And so they are basically wanting to experiment with psychedelics and have somebody nearby or even within a phone call's reach to get guidance from. And it's happening um, pretty, you know, it's very, it's a very popular thing now I feel like to do is to really seek to enhance yourself in ways that I feel like society, you know, society wise has not really accepted or, or pushed <laughs> very much, you know, it's the opposite actually, it seems like. So yeah, but anxiety and depression, also gender issues, also people with uh, struggling with a lot of dysphoria and uh, really trying to understand. And again, this goes back to uh, there have been, I think there's been really a very small amount of, emphasis put on self-realization and becoming and understanding who you are as an authentic person. And so when you're not, you know, coerced or encouraged or, you know, praised for going into yourself and learning who you are, you're going to be met with a lot of challenges as you're a teenager, as you come into your adulthood, who, you know, who we are as people 
based upon what we look like, I think people have a lot of struggle with, and there is no information out there that's concrete about how to navigate that. And what I've learned is that psychedelics, specifically mushrooms, are really excellent tools to help people really connect with who they are on a spiritual level, far beyond who we are on our outsides, you know? So uh, when people are starting to understand that the root of their problem comes from a disconnection of self, they're going to start to look at psychedelics in a much more um, appreciative way, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I, it's definitely been my experience. Like, um, I'm more than this body. I'm more than like the identities I occupy. But then also like coming to recognize that the the various identities of privilege that I have or of marginalization that I have, how those have played a role in my own um, my own yeah, depression and struggles and eating mm-hmm. disorder history and body dysmorphia. And then also like how that that can be incorporated into my healing and integrated to to who I am now. And yeah. also I'm more I'm more than that. And yeah, it's, it's very complicated. Yeah, it's super complicated. Yeah, it's it, but here's the thing too is it's not even about like these these one instances or these like handful of things are are your like activators for these like you know hard challenging emotions or hard challenging you know places of feeling but it's it's a continual thing as you grow older you're met with another set of things to overcome and to face and to accept and to navigate basically so it's you're practicing these things now are only going to benefit you as you grow older in your life you know so it's important it's important work (laughs) yeah and like what do you think about i mean you mentioned how society doesn't encourage us necessarily to go to these reaches of our minds and find like why why it actually is that we abuse substances or we're depressed or anxious um but then I also think that there's there's another extreme to it where psychedelics can be billed as like a a magic pill to reset your brain and you know then you don't have to do any work on it'll just be done. Oh, no. But see that's that's where the mis okay, so that's a misunderstanding because what psychedelics are gonna do is they're gonna give you the lens to look through the bullshit that is put before you, right? Like the bullshit that is your life of like your exterior ego self, all these exterior you know, portions of who you are, you're going to have a lens to look through that. And what you're going to be shown is yours to navigate. And that's going to be the forefront of your consciousness at that point is, is the work that's been, you know, not necessarily focused on because it is your psyche, because it is your shadow self. Those are aspects of ourselves that we have not been introduced to really as adults or even as pre-adults or even as children. Like we're not these aren't things that are taught in schools. These are things that are, if anything, these aspects of ourselves are things you go to therapy for. They're not things you're taught to embrace and love and nurture and accept, right? So this is part of the problem is that we're fighting against ourselves. We're always, we're always on this path of suppressing what is hard to feel, right? Instead of going into what is hard to feel for that is the lesson, that is the gift, right? Whatever that is that's causing you pain is there to cause your growth if you can learn to love and accept those aspects of yourself so these are the things that people are just there a lot of times in their own way so to speak because they don't have the skills to go within and psychedelics give you a deeper lens to look into the why aspect and then that is when the real work starts there's no magic pill psychedelics are just a broader more uh multifaceted lens that you're going to be able to be seeing what it is that is on your plate for you to deal with for you to navigate and 
literally become part of, you know, that's the, that becomes, that work becomes part of your life. Because when you're doing that work, as you're doing it, other people around you are needing that guidance too. So you're becoming in some senses also as a guide yourself for those around you as you do this work. It's the way, this is a paradigm shift. Psychedelics are bringing about a paradigm shift in how people see themselves in the world. And that is part of this whole process here, basically, is that the more work that each of us does, it's basically spreading for other people, you know, are watching this and seeking the same comfort, the same connection to themselves in a way they've never had it before. So this is psychedelic medicine, specifically, again, mushrooms really make that possible on a really awesome, awesome scale. Mm, yeah. Mm, I'm really vibing with what you're saying. And it's, yeah, it's like sometimes the medicine can help me to um, have the courage and the, like, the feeling of that I can go into those harder feelings, like, so, like give mm-hmm. me something extra to allow me to do that. Exactly. And then at other times, it's like, it gives me, it, it, it like, I can't access those hard feelings except with the mushroom, it can bring it up. And then it's there right. for me to, you know, like, how uh-huh. much can I go into it today or not? And, exactly. And having some support, like some loving support there is, is really important to. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, not, not get more traumatized. Well, part of it too is like, so, okay. So we've talked about this part of like, you're going to take this, you know, these medicines, you're going to gain insight into your deeper aspects. You're going to, you're going to have these experiences. Now the, the, probably one of the bigger elements of this whole experience is the integration aspect afterwards. You got to integrate what you feel and what you're shown by these medicines, because that is in essence, like that is the crux of what you're doing these substances for is to gain that insight, to gain that wisdom of self. So you can go through into the areas that are really needing your love and attention, right? In a really big and un, in a non-judgmental, unconditional way, right? So integrating what you experience is basically the other aspect of what I'm, I'm basically called to do here. And because I have insight into truth like that, and I've had many experiences with psychedelics, I have the ability to... Um, I guess you can say decipher the messages therein that people are finding themselves faced with. And so um, I'm helping to empower people with these, their own abilities to have their own insights, to read their own, I guess you could say their own experiences by themselves, helping them to navigate their own abilities of insight and, and wisdom. So um, just really trying to help people home to themselves, right? Like help them come back to themselves in a way that, feels comfortable that they can stay and not try to escape from constantly with other substances or other behaviors. And that's pretty much the gist, I feel like, of what uh, psychedelics is allowing people that come to me specifically, or even out in the world that are you know, seeking this kind of advancement of consciousness to do for themselves, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so like as base daters give some more support over to various jurisdictions and the, and the people that live there, to um to ask for for deprioritization of psychedelics in that town or city uh, how can local community like you know i know to have somebody supportive there for me but like maybe somebody else doesn't have that or they don't know that they need to have that so like what what can be done in like kind of a harm reduction vein so that as you know psychedelics are in the newspapers all the time now and more and more people are 
are curious who who yeah. grew up in the dare generation and we're told like just say no so it's like when when we've been told just to say no and then suddenly it's like oh no don't say no say yes <laughs> what right. what needs to be done to to help keep this be like a safe uh revolution there needs to be people in place to um answer the questions to be there to um either face to face or in like some sort of a, a group setting or even like over some sort of like a zoom meeting or any kind of like a like a meeting sense but there needs to be more outreach there needs to be more education there needs to be more training and other people there's other people i mean ironically i have a fair amount of people that come to me to ask how they can do the same thing how did i start how did i get pulled into this how did i begin doing this work and they want to do the same thing they're called to do similar work so the more people that are educated um, in the right ways, in the non-stigmatized, fear-mongering propaganda that what used to be psychedelic speak, the more people who are educated about safe access and safe usage, and also who are educated around integration, because they're going to start getting people coming in who have taken psychedelics in a way that probably wasn't the best choice as far as dosage was concerned, and having some really kind of surreal intense experiences that need some form of outreach or basically some sort of you know integration on a deeper level like there need to be people in place who are able to do this kind of work and to be there for people who are going to be coming in with these questions or with these experiences so i think going forward um basically all the say for example out here at ServiceNet, you know there needs to be people in place who have psychedelic experience they should be doing trainings Getting people um, not necessarily as tripsters per se, but maybe in some aspects, uh, people that are put in place who have direct psychedelic experience, um, not just from what they've read, um, they need to actually have experience. Because I think going forward, um, more and more people are going to be experimenting and exploring what these medicines can do. And if you have not experienced what that is, then you're not going to be much help to somebody who has gone through, you know, four or five grams of mushrooms and had some crazy out-of-body experience. You're not going to know how to address their needs. So those of us who have had these experiences need to step up, basically, and um, put themselves in places of, you know, in places of service to be helpful to the rest of those of those folks out there who are trying to regain access to themselves by these medicines, by psychedelics. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, stepping up and teaching what we know. And I, I feel like also being humble about what we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so, so exactly. important. Well, being truthful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, truthful. Did you want to say more about that? Well, I, I just, I, I feel part of, you know, part of what the work is here is there is a ton of misinformation out there. So being truthful about what is and what isn't reality with psychedelics as part of of the bigger piece of 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 work basically and having um the conversation around the dinner table be one of positivity and less of stigma and negativity is also part of the work too so in the community that's i feel like those are like next steps i feel that are that are necessary mm, yeah right like address the stigma and then also being truthful about um yeah, like some of the shadow sides of psychedelics, right? Like people can be vulnerable to abuse when they're in that state. And yeah. um, there have been abuses of power, even in clinical trials. Like it's Definitely. not just in the underground. In fact, like maybe even more prevalent in the, the therapy world that doesn't use psychedelics, there's cases of sexual misconduct. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Indeed. Right. So maybe even like I, what I've been thinking about recently is the need for a, an ethics board that can mm-hmm. receive grievances, give support to harmed parties and Definitely. provide like what are the options forward for, you know, if, if folks, if someone who's caused harm wants to um, be accountable and repair, like that they can have support to be able to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Very nice. That's a great idea. <laughs> Mm. And so what, what are you most looking forward to as, um, as this, yeah, as we just go forward into this brave new world for better? <laughs> I'm looking forward to, um, just seeing what the world is like with people who come from the heart and more from, from the ego. I'm looking forward to, um, to watching people discover themselves and then, and, and discover how to be free of their minds, of their fears, of their their containment that they keep themselves in. I'm looking forward to, you know, to watching that. Um, I'm looking forward to there being a lot more, uh, I don't know, just a lot more consciousness, a lot less labels, a lot less constriction around the old way of living, of chasing the nine to five of the live for the weekend type of a life. I'm looking for a complete deconstruction of all of that actually. (laughs) <laughs> i'm looking for a total social reconstruction basically hopefully we're time that is positive and like beneficial to everywhere basically you know what i mean like it's time to revamp i think everything all the systems need re, you know overhauling and little by little i feel like psychedelics are going to open people's minds in such a way to see the truth of what is and is not serving us as a collective consciousness as a whole you know yeah yeah 100 percent mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> little by little, like I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is a multi generations thing. Like, oh yeah, gonna... I've got people that are in their 20s, like that are just like really excited to be guides to like follow medicine path or, or herbalist path or any kind of path that's like basically helping folks like better themselves through like from you know things from the earth more or less and you know broader consciousness thinking and these people are super gung-ho and in their 20s and that's so exciting to think that right off the bat like you're wanting to dive into um, a part of your life that is going to like expand like really beautiful aspects of you and by the time you're my age which is you know almost 52 years old like just imagine the wisdom you've acquired if you're if you're staying true on your path like that, and if you're learning in a way that is humble and, you know, graceful and also like full of, full of gratitude. Right. So I don't know, like I'm excited for, for the future of like the younger set that's willing to come in, into this practice of, of being a guide or being somebody who is, you know, holding space for people while they do journey work with psychedelics. And that's awesome. I keep saying that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. And also like just side note how, um, how much, how there's like so little queer phobia and transphobia in the youths coming up. Oh yeah. They, they don't it's... have trouble with the pronouns. Like <laughs> there isn't, well, cause there isn't any, that's just, I mean, because they, well, there is, and there's a lot of like back end story of like, there's a lot of other stuff that's going on. That's kind of like troubling, but I feel like there's a lot more acceptance and just, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of what we're coming out of is a, is a cultural mindset from a time period. That's, I mean, the, we're having the twilight of these these people's you know existence that mindset of the 50s or whatever like 
those people are leaving our our world basically their their time are is passing right so it's a changing of of the of the guard and how people perceive you know someone who's not of the normal view of male or female or you know all that other kind of stuff like just the general mindset it has been archaic and now it's not and so it's shifting out of that right now that's awesome to see though i'm excited for that as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. do you have um a consciousness hack to share with the listeners consciousness hack um i take no synthetics in my body as much as possible like literally nothing um i literally try to keep myself as clean as possible drinking spring water no fluoride keep that third eye wide open that sounds cheesy but actually works um consciousness hack for me is just keep myself clean um i mean i'm definitely going to eat some things like sugar and whatnot i try not to eat any of it but really what you put into your body is going to affect how conscious you are or 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 not and if you're putting a lot of garbage into your body your ability to be sharp and focused and conscious is going to be diminished greatly if you're capable of getting away from processed foods excess sugars um a lot of heavy meats and kind of eat a leaner diet with less of all that stuff you're going to notice your mind space is going to just it's like a fog bank is is lifted i also enjoy taking lion's mane mushrooms daily um definitely enjoy vitamin b12 complex um definitely enjoy uh lately i've been enjoying these these intellect tree seeds and they're really great for definitely doing some good brain work brain fog lifting a little more cognition um, for sleeping i definitely take GABA, which is a neurotransmitter support and really awesome for, for the mind at night while you rest. There's a host of things I do for my consciousness. Actually, I never thought about it really. Like no one's really ever asked me like what my consciousness hacks are, but, um, staying clean, staying as clean as possible with what you put in, in your body and being aware of just basically where your mind is, like where your thoughts are, having time in nature, um, important for consciousness and listening to yourself always, you know, that's probably it's all connected. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, even and clean, it's like, I, there's, I feel like I can take issues with that word sometimes, but, yeah. um, cause of the like marginalization, but the, the well, like hygiene of the mind as well, hygiene right? of the not, mind. not too exactly. much social media, hygiene of the mind yeah. or yeah, the non, the non-polluted mind space, basically the non-polluted body space, like very, very important. I mean, when you think about consciousness, like you're asking, like you're asking your body to be aware, right? You're asking yourself to be acute and to be dialed in. And so when you're asking yourself of that type of a, of a response, like you got to look at what you're feeding the you know, the machine that's, that's capable of, of that process. Right. So if you're feeding yourself, mostly things that are of the earth, right. And that are processed, you're going to run in a way that's smooth and open your mind, your heart space is super open. Right. So. When you're eating a lot of things that are full of chemicals, you're not going to be as honed in as sharp. You know, you're not going to feel as much. So I try to dial in to what makes me feel the most, right? And that's just running my body on unhealthy stuff for the most part and um, minimal processed foods and uh, minimal chemicals, minimal synthetics, like none really. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also yes. take step away from the magnifying glass, from the microscope, right? So there's a lot of people out there that chase consciousness, like it's some sort of like an enlightenment thing, like they're chasing this spiritual awakening or they're chasing this type of a thing. 
And taking a, a step away from that is really important to your consciousness also, because when you're nose to the grindstone all the time, chasing this, this, this elusive thing, this elusive happening, your consciousness is you're ahead of yourself. You're in the future. You're, you're chasing something like to just step away from even with psychedelics, like always trying to like better yourself and to, and to grind away. Like sometimes you need to just sit still and just put all that stuff down and just be in the moment. And that's your consciousness right there. Like that's just being present, being here now, like being in yourself, in your body now and not looking into the future or into the past. That is, that's one of the better consciousness hacks is just being present, honestly. Oh, yes, I needed to hear that one the most. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. But where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Mishu413. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I do um, have a lot of live videos. Most of them are on Facebook. We have a few on Instagram. I also have a website, MishuOlivera.com. Um, and I do have a YouTube page. Um, it's pretty much just uh, some older videos that I shot when I was going through a really difficult transitional period back in 2019, uh, recently homeless and just really going through a really rough time. But it was actually, it was a beautiful transformational time for myself. And um there's some really early videos on that and that's actually in the process of being updated. So, but, uh, yeah, you can, people are, are welcome to reach out, um, any way that they come across my, my information, if there's questions, if they're just, you know, to say whatever, feel free to always reach out. There's definitely no wrong time to reach out. And if you have questions or need some guidance or just have some curiosities, definitely not a, a problem to reach out and say hello. So. Thank you so much. I'll put all the links in the show notes. And uh, yeah, once again, keep on doing doing your good work and um, and being with yourself. <laughs> That's the most. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for having me. Also, have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. The Psychologist is Consciousness Positive Radio. Find us everywhere podcasts are hosted. For more information, visit us on Facebook or online at thepsychologist.com.